Today's Word Podcast with Rick Pena. Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I'm bringing you today's word for July 26, 2018. I'm excited about this word. I'm doing a series entitled Expecting the Word to Work. This is part 29 of the series. I'm calling this Why God prospers you. You want to know why God wants to prosper you. It's so that you could be a blessing in this world. The purpose of prosperity is evangelism. We're going to learn that from the word today. Before I get into the word, I just want to say thank you to everybody who gave me a shout out yesterday for my birthday, who showed me some birthday love. Thank you so much for your outpour of love towards me. I truly appreciate it. I thank God for you. I thank God for another year. Let's get into the word. So we've been studying the parable of the sower. We're in, uh, there's four types of soil. We're on the third soil. We've been here for a while. We covered the first two already. So this is what Jesus said about the third type of soil in Mark chapter four. He said, others are like the seed that's planted amongst thorny weeds. Now, these are the people that hear the teaching. However, their lives become full of other things like the kids of this world, the love of money and everything else they want. And these other things grow up and choke out the word. So the word does not produce a harvest in their lives. So there was nothing wrong with the sower. That was God. There was nothing wrong with the seed. That's the word of God. There was something wrong with the soil which is us. And what we don't want to do is be like this type of soil where we're receiving the word of God like you're doing right now. However, you allow your life to become full of other things like the cares of this world, the love of money, and then other selfish desires. So we've been flowing in this focus on the love of money for a while. And I'm going to continue to flow in that same vein. Yesterday, we looked at something the apostle Paul said to his spiritual son, Timothy to Pastor Timothy. He says, listen, son, as your pastor, as you're teaching people, this is what I want you to teach. Command those who are rich in this present world not to be arrogant and not to put their hope or their confidence in their wealth, because this wealth down here is uncertain. They should put their hope and their confidence in God, who richly provides us everything for our enjoyment. Command those people that have a lot of money to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. They should be always focused on being able to be a blessing, always focused on sowing into somebody else's life, always focused on funding ministry projects, kingdom projects all over the world so that God's kingdom plans and purposes can be accomplished in this world, right? And then he said this, in this way, they will lay up for themselves treasures in heaven, right? So, what does this mean to you today? Where what you want to know is, is going back to why God prospers you. Why is it that God will want to prosper us? Well, one of the things we just learned was that so that we could be a blessing, so that we could be rich in good deeds, so that we could fund kingdom projects, so that we could be able to give to every good and charitable work, to everything that God wants to accomplish while we're here in the earth. But I can't give to something God wants to do if I can't pay my own bills, right? So, so that's kind of what we'll learn about on today. So what does this mean to you today? I have four things to share with you on this morning. And I know, I know I'm still talking about money, but you know what? It's in the word. I can't just get to a scripture and then jump over it. I can't just be teaching about the parable. And then Jesus said, listen, you know, these people, they allow their lives to be full of other things like the cares of this world, the love of money and everything else they want. You know me, I'm going to teach everything. I can't do, I already taught on the cares of this world. I'm going to teach on selfish desires. I can't just jump over the love of money. If it's in the word, I have a responsibility to teach it to you. And so, so open up your heart to hear what God's word is saying about money so that you could be a blessing so that you could, why is it that God wants to prosper you? 
so that you could be a blessing in this world, so that you could fund whatever God wants to accomplish in your community, in your environment, and even all over the world. So here we go. Number one, one of the major points of this parable, the parable of the sower, is the fact that God sows his word in our hearts, and then he wants us as soil to give the word the priority it deserves, the priority it requires, so that it could do two things. The word produces change in us, and then the word produces fruit from us. So God develops you, changes you, develops godly character inside of you. And once God changes you from the inside out, now you're in a position to be fruit. You're in a position to produce fruit from your life. He changes, he, he works a work in your life, and then he wants to work a work through your life so that you can get life in you and then life from you. So he can send you out to, to your family, to your work environment, to, to your community, to be a blessing. So the people that Jesus characterized here in this parable as thorny ground, they make a major mistake where money is concerned. Their desire for money uh, is so high in their heart that they actually prioritize their pursuit of money over the word of God. And this winds up being counterproductive on many levels. So let me explain. The Lord has a multitude of ways to get money to you. However, the Lord will never favor you for financial increase until you have proven to be a faithful steward over the level of finances that you currently have oversight of. See, the Lord knows that if he gives you finances above that which you are capable of managing while still maintaining your relationship with him, then the money can actually destroy you. The money can actually ruin your life. You see these TV, uh, there's a show on TV called How the, Lottery, How the Lottery Wrecked My Life or Ruined My Life. See, see, money is an amplifier. Once you have money, you can do more of what you're already doing. So if I put money in the wrong hands, if somebody is already doing something destructive, if somebody already doesn't have godly character, then all the money is going to do is allow them to do more of what they're already doing, which could destroy them. So while you think that money is a blessing, <clears throat> Money, if placed in the wrong hands, if placed in the hands of someone who's not capable of managing the responsibilities associated with it, the, what you thought was a blessing can actually wind up being a curse, which is why you need to focus on the word of God. The second, see, they're making a mistake in two areas in this parable, these people. First, they're making the mistake of not giving God first place. And if God is not first in your life, then everything else is going to fall apart. And then second, watch this. They are act, actually neglecting the one thing that will help them where money is concerned. They are actually neglecting the one thing that's actually capable of preparing them to be able to manage the finances. You need the word to be able to develop the godly character required to be able to, to be a faithful steward on the next level. Without the word of God, if you don't have the character, then God can't give it to you because you need to develop the character to the point where you are able to handle the weight of the anointing associated with the assignment. So you gotta be developed to the point where you can handle it. And how do you get developed? You get developed with the word of God. It is the word of God in you that will, will develop your character to the point where you're, you're capable of handling more. Once you have proven to God that you can handle more, then God can trust you with more. And this applies to finances. This applies to every area of your life. Uh, he will never give you more until you have proven that you can handle more by ma managing and maintaining where you are right now. So be faithful over the level that you are 
And God, once you, you have proven to be faithful over little, then God can give you charge over much. Number two, the Bible commands those who are rich in this world, watch this, to, be, to do good, to be rich in good deeds, to be generous, and to be always willing to share. So God did not tell them to get rid of their money. God didn't say, oh no, if you're rich in this world, then that's bad, that's really bad. No, he didn't say money was evil. What he said was, listen, when I, if I place something in your hands that is far above your needs, then I'm gonna give you the wisdom concerning what to do with it. I give you seed for sowing, I give you bread for eating. Some of it is for you to enjoy, that's bread. Some of it is seed to sow. So I'm gonna, if you're led of the Holy Spirit, then you'll know. This is why you got to get the word down in your heart. If you meditate and medicate God's word and you do it day and night, then you will develop the character required to be able to handle financial increase and earthly influence. But if you lack the character, then money and earthly power can destroy you. Money can destroy you. Power can destroy you. That's why God is not going to give it to you until you're able to handle it. Number three, as a believer, you must accept the grace and the responsibility to walk in earthly prosperity. Now, I'm not talking about money. Uh, listen, it's not just about money. I'm talking about influence. I'm talking about in every area of your life. But some people say this. Rick, I, I know. First of all, Rick, I don't like you talking about money. <laughs> Second of all, I just want enough for me and my family. That's it. I'm good. I'm good with just enough for me and my family. All I need is enough to get by. That's it. I'm good. I'm, I'm a simple person. I'm just good. Now, here's the thing with that. Those statements, look at me for a minute. Those statements sound holy on the surface. But where God is concerned, those statements are actually selfish. Why? Because that means that you're only focused on you. All you care about is you and your family. And if that's all you care about, then you're not focused on your divine assignment. Because God's assignment for your life will be way bigger than you and your family. It'll be bigger than your community, right? So if all you're focused on is you, me, my four, no more. This is all I need. Rick, I don't, I don't need nothing else. This is all I need. I, I don't want, I, this, is, this is all I'm focused on. Then you are really selfish. You should be focused on your purpose. Whatever that is and whatever God do, you know, calls you to do is going to be greater than you. It's going to be greater than your household. It's going to be greater than your family. So when you open up your heart to the possibilities of God, then God can give you overflow so that, why does God prosper you? So that you can bless others out of your overflow. God gives you more than enough, in all, and not just in finances, but in a lot of areas. God will bless your marriage. You will have so much peace in your marriage that you can minister peace to somebody else's marriage. But I can't minister peace to somebody else's marriage if me and my wife have no peace. You will have so much uh, 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 mercy, grace, forgiveness in your heart, right? You overflow in the area of forgiveness. You don't have bitterness. You don't have malice. You're not holding grudges. Well, so now that you can minister, you can help people be delivered from grudges and, and, and the root of bitterness in their heart. You can help them. You can minister forgiveness. You can minister love. You can minister mercy. You can minister grace and you can minister money, but you can only do it out, out of your overflow. If you are lacking in every in any area then you can't help somebody in that area but when you have an overflow in any area then you can help someone in that area and it does also include your finances so but this is why this godly character is important the more you have the more you have to manage and the more demands there will be from other people <laughs> and that that has to do with love and money and all kind of areas 
So the more you have, the more you're going to have to manage and the more demands there's going to be from other people. This is why you need the word of God. The word of God will help you develop the character you need to be able to manage the increase and manage the overflow. Number four and finally, last thing, the purpose of prosperity is evangelism. Look at me. The purpose of prosperity is evangelism. God can give you money with a mission. God can give you power with a purpose. God wants to use you to be a blessing to other people. God puts stuff in your hands so that you can use what he placed in your hands to be a blessing, so that the kingdom can expand, so that the kingdom can increase, so that the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, so that the word of God can go forth and be a blessing, so that the church can grow, so that people can, can be transformed, so that lives can be changed, so that souls can be saved, burdens removed, yokes destroyed, relationships restored, yet yeah, broken relationships restored, wayward children come home. All of this happens when we open up our hearts and say, okay, Lord, I'm ready to do whatever you want me to do in any and every area of my life and this does include finances as well so so the purpose why does God want to prosper you it's simple so you can be a blessing to other people so let's close this message out with a declaration of faith I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart say this declare this say father this is a season of expectation for me my expectation is tied to your word I meditate and medicate your word day and night your word transforms me where money is concerned you give me the power to get wealth. You favor the work of my hands. You grace me to succeed in every area of my life. You cause me to increase supernaturally and naturally. And as you do, I declare that I have the character to handle it. I keep the proper focus. I focus on being a blessing to others out of my overflow. I declare that I have an overflow of love, peace, mercy, patience, and money. I'm able to be a blessing. I tithe, I give offerings, I finance ministry projects, and I give to the poor as I'm led of your spirit. Therefore, your word teaches me that I am laying up treasures in heaven, and for that I am thankful. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages that will be a blessing to you. Before you leave the screen, make a decision right now that you're going to open up your heart, that you're going to meditate the word, that you're going to develop the character that you need, that you will be the person God called you to be. Now walk into this day and walk in the blessing. God bless you.